Well, hi there, and welcome back to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. My name is Rob Kaiser, and I am your host. Today is Wednesday, June 8, 2022, and the topic of today's show is contradance. That's right, contradance. What is a contradance? Well, we'll get there, and you won't want to miss it. I think you're going to like today's show. But for some context, and for those of you who are new to the show or who are catching up, this show is rotating through seven topics. For those of you who listen regularly, this is going to sound like a bit of a repeat, but I figured for the first seven go-arounds of doing this in the current format, it would be good to give everyone a refresher as to where we are at. So we are rotating through seven topics that represent key areas in our life that we need to work equally to achieve a balanced life, a life of all around growth, if you will. Now, these seven topics are financial, physical, personal development, family, spiritual, social, and career. Now, in addition to these topics, we're also going to have episodes related to life in the homestead from time to time, and we'll likely refer back to the Old Farmer's Almanac here and there because people out there, especially you, Wayne, you guys seem to like those episodes. So we're going to have a foundation on these seven topics previously mentioned, and then there's still going to be a good bit of homestead-related topics from a novice homesteader like me. All right, so here's the breakdown of where we're at with this current rotation of the seven topics. Last week on Tuesday, we covered a financial topic. Uh, with a show titled Getting Credit Cards Under Control. Wednesday, we covered a June newsletter from York Meadow Farm, a homestead-oriented show. Thursday, we had a physical topic with a show titled Intermittent Fasting 101. And Friday, we closed out the week with a personal development topic appropriately titled Personal Development. Monday's show this week was a family show to kick off the week titled Inflation and Your Family. Yesterday's show was an audience feedback show on spirituality, and today's show is going to cover a social topic, and that topic is contradances. All right, so what is a contradance? All right, in a nutshell, a contradance is a social dance event that one can attend without a partner. Yeah, so you don't, you, you just, you show up, you have a good time, and you don't need a partner. So here's the deep dive on what a contradance is, straight from Wikipedia, and then I'll follow up with some of my experience and why we're talking about this today. All right, a contradance is a form of folk dancing made up of long lines of couples. It has mixed origins from English country dance, Scottish country dance, and French dance styles in the 17th century. Sometimes described as New England folk dance or Appalachian folk dance, contradances can be found around the world but are most common in the United States, periodically held in nearly every state, Canada, and other Anglophone countries. You know, just for context, 
let's look up what Anglophone country is. Uh, because I'm reading that, I don't understand what that is, but I also don't want to get too distracted. And uh, now an Anglophone, speakers of English are also known as Anglophones in the countries where English is natively spoken by the majority of the population are termed the Ang Anglosphere. Over two billion people speak English as of the 2000, making English the largest language by number of speakers and blah, blah, blah. Check out the show notes for links to the Contra Dance Wikipedia page so you can learn more about all kinds of this stuff and go down your own wormholes. All right, but for now, Let's get back to what contradancing is. Now, like I said before, a contradance event is a social dance that one can attend without a partner. The dancers form couples, and the couples form sets of two couples in long lines starting from the stage and going down the length of the dance hall. All right? You with me? Let me, let me repeat that. So we've got the stage up front in the dance hall and then you've got your partner or you know your couple the dancers form couples and the couples form sets like basically two couples so like a set of two couples and then two more couples and two more couples and that, those sets of couples there's two lines of sets going down the dance hall, okay? So I'm just gonna stop describing, I'll keep reading. So the dancers form couples and the couples form sets of two couples in long lines, starting from the stage and going down the length of the dance hall. Throughout the course of a dance, couples progress up and down these lines, dancing with each other couple in the line, okay? The dance is led by a caller who teaches the sequence of figures in the dance before the music starts. Right. Callers describe the series of steps called figures, and in a single dance, a caller may include anywhere from 6 to 12 figures, which are repeated as couples progress up and down the lines. Each time through the dance, uh, or each time through the dance takes 64 beats, after which pattern is, the pattern is repeated. The essence of the dance is in following the pattern with your set and your line, since there is no required footwork, many people find contradance easier to learn than other forms of social dancing. I'm going to interject here. It is very easy to learn, and because there is no real required footwork, there's a lot of improvisation and improvising that takes place with the dance and I linked to a very cool video at the Old Farmers Ball in Swannanoa in uh, just outside Asheville North Carolina and this is where I first got exposed to contra dancing and I'll hit on more of that in a minute but you can get some ideas on that but I wanted to you know just quickly let you know there's some examples of contra dancing and the music that really got me going and turned on to it in the show notes as well. So check out that YouTube link. Back to the Wikipedia description. 
Almost all contra dances are danced to live music. The music played includes, but is not limited to, Irish, Scottish, old-time, and French-Canadian folk tunes. The fiddle is considered the core instrument, though other stringed instruments can be used, such as the guitar, banjo, bass, and mandolin, as well as the piano, accordion, flute, clarinet, and more. Some contradances are even done to techno music. Music in a dance can consist of a single tune or a medley of tunes, and key changes during the course of a dance are common. Many callers and bands perform for local contra dances, and some are hired to play for dances around the United States and Canada. Many dancers travel regionally or even nationally to contra dance weekends and week-long contra dance camps where they can expect to find other dedicated and skilled dancers, callers, and bands. And it is at this contra dance camp where I first learned all about this and got my first banjo lesson. So like I said, there's a cool video with a couple of excellent musicians and a great caller. And the video is titled Contra Dancing in Asheville at the Old Farmer's Ball with Sarah. And uh, I know this gal, MJ, who's got the uh, YouTube channel, met her actually through Contra Dancing and through the old time community in Asheville when I lived there oh, 15 some years ago. Uh, Asheville, and she writes in the description of the video, Asheville Contra Dancers have a youthful energy that is unparalleled. Last night's Contra Dancers at the Old Farmer's Ball kicked up their heels and swung and dipped their partners to the rousing music by Audrey Keith, Nuth, I'm sorry, and Larry Unger with calls by Beth Malaro. What a great evening of Contra Dancing. Beth is a sweet caller. She's been calling for a very long time. Larry Unger is a fantastic musician. I'm not very familiar with Audrey Nuth, but based on this video, she rocks. And this type of music is not what I'm familiar with, but it's also not uncommon because a lot of variety, as long as it's got that pace, can be injected into contra dancing. So, so why is contra dancing on my mind? Well, I've returned to playing more music lately in life, and in all honesty, I'm going to play right after uploading this show because I'm stoked to play. I've got these new fiddles here, and uh, even though my banjo was out and I was fooling around with that prior to this while my phone was charging, uh, I'm really more into the fiddle. And um, I have a friend of mine, Guy, who was kind enough to lend me these fiddles. And uh, I don't know. Um, I'm, 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 we'll have to see what we can do. I might... I'm interested in one of them. The other one I haven't played too much. And uh, more on that later. Um, but yeah, my experience with Contra Dance began at my attendance at the Swananoa Gathering where I went to learn more about old time music right after I moved to North Carolina. And I actually moved to Swananoa when I moved, first moved there in uh, 2004. And it was there where I took my very first banjo lesson in person from someone and then began a voracious consumption of 
all things old time. I started collecting uh, music library, you know, iPods became a thing and I just started collecting MP3 files and MP3 files and you know shortly thereafter came across a music program called Amazing Slow Downer. It wasn't the most user-friendly interface but I managed to get it to work and I had these tunes on loop and I could just slow them down and I would listen to them endlessly and learn these tunes. And even though I took a break from that um, and got away from everything during the corporate years and you know didn't really touch instruments for quite some time, uh, I've gotten back into it. I got back into it uh, 2014, 2015, shortly after moving back here, I found some old time musicians. And then when things picked up again with my career in 2017, 2018, um, I grew away from old time and then all of a sudden COVID hit and what was a cool old time community seems to have just disappeared. But luckily I've maintained some dialogue and some contact with Guy and his family and his sister who is who I normally play tunes with or have played tunes with lately. And that's kind of why I'm so stoked on the music again. I mean, it's been a part of my life for almost 20 years playing on and off, but now I've got some solids in my life locally through Guy and his family, and I'm very grateful for that. And um, now I can get back to the voracious consumption of old time like I did a long time ago. And I'll tell you what, guys, that brings me great joy. And uh, these dances in Swananoa, like I said, that I linked to in the show notes were the best in Western North Carolina, in my opinion. I had gone to some other dances in the Asheville area and other dances. Hell, I've been to some dances here in Northeast Ohio. I've been to dances uh, all over the place because they're fun. Um, like I said, they're super casual. You don't need a partner. Um, you'll see why they're fun in the video in the show notes. And you know, if you think it's weird at first, like keep in mind that this video was shot in the summertime while it's super hot and in this particular gym, the ventilation sucks. And, um, you know, there's a lot of hippies around there. It's, it's like Warren Wilson college, right? Like it's Bryson gym at Warren Wilson college. They call it the old farmer's ball, but it's just like hippie central man, but you know, give it a shot and, uh, see what the music's all about. Three, four minutes into this video you'll know what I mean. Um, but like I said, the dances were always the best at the old farmer's ball because the dancers were the best. The bands were the best. The callers were the best. And if you spend enough time in the community to learn the music, the culture, the dances, it really made for a remarkable experience that, you know, can have a lasting and profound impact on you. Like it clearly has had on me being immersed in that community, it was kind of weird because once, if you're in a group of experienced dancers, the caller can stop calling the dance and the dancers just go with it because they're in the flow with the musicians. And for a few moments, it becomes this kind of spiritual 
tribal, very human thing that we don't really get to experience that frequently anymore as humans in this modern age of the great forgetting. So that is partly or in large part why I was drawn to this. And like I said, check out the YouTube video for what that's all about. It was great fun dancing. Uh, it was great fun. Luckily, I got to play at a couple of them. I'm not implying or suggesting I am a very good player at all, but there was a big band up there and I got to sit in on a few dances and play on the stage. And man, I had a blast. So it would really be nice to do that again sometime. And I'd like to think that with consistent work on my skills that maybe I can play well enough to at least lead the little groups that I play in locally. And um, anyways, so yeah, like I said, uh, all of this had a profound impact on me. And I'd like to think that uh, the music in this video may have a profound impact on you. So I would encourage you to watch that video that's linked to in the show notes and ultimately see what kind of a social event that a contra dance can be. And with that, that's it for today's episode on social. And tomorrow we're going to talk about career. And I'm excited to talk with you about that. I'm excited to talk about this series in general. I'm excited about the direction the show has gone lately. And uh, I hope you are too. So, you know, if you like what you hear, guys, let me know at t.me slash allaroundgrowth. That's the Telegram group. Or if you want to send me an email, you can shoot me an email allaroundgrowth at gmail.com. That's the best way to get in touch. We've got other social media elements going on. I've been slacking on social media due to life on life's terms. But hey, if you're out there and you want to help with some things, I would love it. Sean's been super helpful with the uh, Telegram group, getting things set up with the Lightning Tip Bot there. Brian Norton from Food Forest Farms has been super helpful getting me set up with information and everything I need to get this podcast going on Fountain FM. So um, I look forward to getting that set up. We've got a pretty sweet audience and a pretty sweet community, most of whom are most active on Telegram. So I would really encourage you to get on there and check it out, t.me slash allaroundgrowth from your internet browser to find us and learn more about everything that's going on. But that's it for today, guys. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And for now, I'm gonna go play some tunes. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you.
You're an 